Your job in real estate is not to major on the minor. Your job in real estate is not to actually pretend that you're busy because you're sitting there on your phone, you know, responding to some mate on Facebook or Instagram or deluding yourself often that the content that you're creating on social media is getting a listing or a sale, right? And it's not about in real estate to be sitting in the office you know, staring at the computer or having coffees with every salespeople in your office or driving the streets aimlessly or whatever that you're doing. This slide here, guys and girls, sums it up. If you want to run a McDonald's-style sales business in real estate, you need to have a clear description on what your role is, that's the agent, and then... If you're going to grow the team, because you've heard it before, the bigger the dream, the bigger the team. I'll say that again. The bigger the dream, the bigger the team. But I believe that in Australia or New Zealand, if you are a real estate agent that has got an admin PA defined as a red and a blue PA, which is defined as being a lead generator slash buyer work agent, between the three of you, you can write a million in GCI and have a life that is not driving you crazy. And what all you need to do is to make sure that you hire for the role, right? You don't hire people. You create the role and say, this is what I want. And then what you've got to do is to make sure that the person that you hire is good at doing those activities. One of the biggest problems that we have in real estate, my friends, is that you hire someone that is like you. And then what you are is shit at admin, right? You're not good at it, right? You're not good at the start and completing of the paperwork or a lot of the CRM type of activities that need to be done or the marketing and the lodgement of the marketing and the signing off on the marketing and what have you. So what happens is you sit through an interview and you just get really inspired by this girl or guy who's got this high level of energy and they remind you of you and then they start and then you realize within a month that they want to be doing what you're doing. In fact, they want to be you. Whereas in fact, what you wanted to do is to actually hire someone to do the stuff that wasn't natural to you, that you weren't good at, that didn't flow to you. And that's my friend is this role here where you get that first person, your red PA. Now, let me tell you, there's a lot of real estate agents that have tried virtual PAs from overseas. Here's my advice. As an admin PA, it can work. But wouldn't you spend the extra bucks, wouldn't you spend 50 grand a year to know that you've got this person with you at speaking distance, where you know you've got this person that can do observational learning? Observational learning is critical for you to grow that team member for them to understand your business. And I've got to tell you, with virtual PAs, a lot of the time, all you're doing is creating videos of showing them how to do the job because you don't have the observational learning of them being there next to you. So it costs you a little bit extra, but think about the extra stuff that they can be doing for you, right? And then the second person you're going to hire is this blue PA here, which is pretty much doing, you know, 
callbacks, buyer appointments, you know, prospecting, lead generation, um, pretty much being a junior stunt double of you. Now, one of the things I get asked by a lot of people is how do you pay? How do you pay a blue PA? What sort of an incentive scheme do you give them? And what I thought I would do is share with you an example of what a remuneration scheme can look like for someone that is incentivized to actually um, list property, you know, or get you into doors. And here's an example. If you want, take a phone screen of that. Our gym members, of course, this is all in the real estate gym. And there, as you can see, in this instance, if this person was, let's go through here. In this person here, the potential income is a base salary of 52 an annual bonus of 20 grand, like quarterly targets where they hit a, you know, if they get, you know, various targets per quarter, they get a bonus there, a property management bonus, as McGrath's called their uh, mortgage business oxygen, a mortgage uh, uh, home loan uh, referral bonuses, um, gang. And as you can see here, it comes up and tallies up at 80,000 bucks, right? Now, the other thing I'm going to share with you is, when you've got a team, you must have a directions meeting every day. Why? Because your staff don't have mental telepathy. Even if some of the meetings have got to be by phone or Zoom and others got to be face-to-face, -face, what you want to do is to make sure at the start of the day that you've reviewed the day before, you've carried what hasn't been done from the day before, which becomes an action item that day. You talk about the appointments that your team has and the appointments that you have. Everyone should be clear about what everyone is doing each day. You talk about your prospecting calls, right? And those of you that are in the real estate gym, please use my prospector. What you measure, you manage. What gets scheduled gets done. It's a permanent copy of your prospecting. And it's pretty much the fit bid of prospecting buyer calls that the team's going to make, what KPIs or numbers they're on and whether they're hitting them, any exchanges or settlements or in other states you call it contracts done, anything else. Every morning you should have this directions meeting that lasts for 10 minutes. Those of you that are interested in what a meeting looks like and how a PA works with an agent, if you go to the real estate gym, I've got an interview between Alex Phillips and his PA Prue, right? And Prue, Alex is one of the great agents in Australia. Prue goes and talks about what she does for him as a PA. It is essential viewing for your team, essential viewing for your admin PA to see what goes on. By the way, if you aren't a real estate gym member, this is the time of the year where we are actually taking members in for the next 12 months. Those of you that don't know what the deal is, it's $65 a month or $620 a year. You get a saving if you do it as a year up front or $65 a month. It's a minimum of a 12-month program. And I can pretty much tell you it's quality. It's got a churn rate of less than 4% because once you're in the program, you realize that the $10 a week that you get value out of the program far exceeds anything else out there in the world of real estate training. Man, I've taken every franchise's content, all the top agents' content, and I've put it up there. I've edited it there. So you've got templates, you've got case studies, you've got forms, you've got canvassing letters, you've got vendor reports. 
Then there's an area there that's got, you know, videos of interviews with the best agents. Then there's me going through coaching, hundreds of videos on various coaching, like listing presentations, you know, what to say, lots of scripts and dialogues. And to think that you've got it on your phone or your iPad, tablet or desk computer 24-7 at around 10 bucks a week. Yes, I'm biased. It's something that I'm very proud of. But guys and girls, let me get back to this presentation. And I want to actually show you a couple of other things that are extremely useful. And apart from having your daily directions meeting, you should also have a weekly meeting agenda. So once a week, you go off and you talk about your current stock, your new listings, you know, um, you know what's settling. The point I'm making, run a process-driven business. What you want to do is run a checklist business till it becomes habitual. And then, my friends, it just happens because it's autopilot. But until you get something from being um, um, an activity that is ad hoc till you get it to being habitual, checklists and process is the way to go. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. In 2021, it is process that's going to get you to have an incredible real estate year because process trumps motivation any day of the week. Now, a couple of the things I'm going to say to you, when you are, oh, and this is a great diagram, head agent there, a red PA there, a blue PA. You always hire a red PA before a blue PA, unless you've got a very heavy admin supportive office, which might mean you might not even have to hire a red PA at all. Some offices are structured that way. Now, a couple of other things I want to talk to you about, and that is in terms of recruiting people, right? All I'll say to you is that it would be very, very useful before you hire someone to put them through a DISC profile test so you can actually see where they are in terms of psychometric testing. What you want to see is whether their personality lends themselves to that role. And what I will say is, generally speaking, the people that are really, really good as supportive staff are the ones that I call your C's and S's. And that is all result, that comes result as a result in the psychometric testing. A couple of other things. Let me move back here. And that is, when do you put someone on? This is another question that I'm asked. When do you hire someone? Here is the rule. Three to four sales per month is a standard that a single person should do without any help. Then when you move to five, six sales a month, one person, your red PA. Then when you go to seven or eight sales, you then have two people in your team. That's when you add the blue PA. So guys and girls, I'm coming out of this now here. And the reason I brought this up as my backup today is I actually think it is one of the most important things. Listen, the pilot doesn't serve drinks on the plane. Think about that. The pilot doesn't serve drinks on the plane. And you, my friends, if you want to be an agent earning two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, sitting in front of a computer, staring at it aimlessly in a coma is not going to get you to the elite. I'll never forget when James Tostevin said to me, Tom, I don't even have a computer on my desk, right? All I do is sit on the phone talking to current buyers 
current vendors and future vendors. That's where the money is in sales, guys and girls. That's where the money is in sales. And on that point, guys and girls, I'm going to let you know that if you haven't got a PA and you're writing those sorts of numbers and you're making a big decision about putting one on, please check out real estate apprenticeships. Real estate apprenticeships that are provided by the government are paying some of the agents that I know $30,000 a year. That is right. That is a government subsidy, $30,000 a year where you can put towards one of your employees. So think about it. If they cost you 40 and you get 30, you top it up by $10,000, you got pretty good value investing $10,000 of your money to grow a business where you don't have to sit there and try and become everything to everyone. Because at the end of the day, as I said at my preview video, everyone is a genius. But if you try and teach a fish to climb a tree, it's going to spend its whole life thinking it's stupid. And what I think is stupid is trying to get real estate agents that are really good at influencing, really good at negotiating, really good at the hustle, trying to sit there to do stuff that is not natural to them, which is stuff that is very admin project, project type work, admin focus. Make this the year that you say to yourself, you know what? Guess what? So what? I spend a few dollars putting on a team member. You know what? Within three months, you get a return of your investment. If it doesn't work, get rid of them. It's not like you're stuck with them for the rest of your life. And I've got to say to you, yes, it's going to push you out of your comfort zone. Of course it is. Why? Because you're going to have to find things to give to these people because you're going to be irresponsible for that person. But all the good stuff happens outside of your comfort zone. Think about that in your life. You go back in your life and you look at the things that have been the major things in your life. They've been things that have been stressful and you've been anxious and you've been nervous. But when you look back, they've been the big highlights of your life. They were the turning points. They were the trampoline for you to go from here to here. And on that point, guys and girls, those of you that are coming back to work tomorrow, welcome back. It's a great market to be in. Those of you that are still holidaying, enjoying your last one or two weeks. And uh, gang, don't forget, there is no better you than you. Pick yourself. You were born original. Don't die a copy. Signing off.